आई वी एम हाई आई एम जरीना पूनावाला अ लाइफ कोच अ बिजनेस मैंटोर एंड अ मोटिवेशनल स्पीकर I tackle the challenges that come with varied work cultures and I try to give out some cheat codes for loving your job in the second season of the empowering series with me Zarina. This show will feature live sessions with me and a participant, most likely to be an entrepreneur, a startup founder, an employee, a recruiter, or just about anyone who strives to love their job and looks forward to bringing in a positive shift at their workplace. So, as we go into a session with our guest who is happy to share their views and wants to deal with their problems better and certainly doesn't want to have a dull day at work again, we will be discussing how to tackle learning and adapting at your workspace and of course, your entire journey right after this break. Welcome back after the break. you're in conversation with me on the empowering series and we're going to talk about a very important aspect today tackling adaptability so love your job and here is how one crucial bit of your personal and professional journey is learning adapting to the workspace adapting to the field learning and relearning subjects and how simple things work here are seven cheat codes to ace the art of learning relearning and adapting at your workspace So adapting to change isn't easy. Change as they say is the only constant. Yet we fear it and a lot of times we even challenge change. How about sometimes going with the flow and not against the tide? Sometimes trying to achieve the greater good. Change they say isn't easy, but in my opinion is just like flowing water. Let's start with the first cheat code. Communicating valuably It's important for you to get to know your organization, to know people around you, your peers, your seniors, your subordinates. You need to try and adapt the communication style around you, not give in to it, but adapt to it so that you understand your people better. Know that the hierarchy works. Know how the hierarchy works, and once you have an idea of it, you can make changes within your style of communication. Moving on to the second cheat code. Attitude It is extremely essential and we know all of us have heard that along a lot of times having a good and positive attitude is extremely important firstly if you acknowledge adaptability with the right mindset you won't even notice you've transitioned into your space and once you've done that and entered your comfort zone you will realize that a positive attitude only helps to broaden the horizon for you So keep your chin up and have a positive attitude at your workspace. Let's move on to the third cheat code. Understanding the need for adaptability. You must ask yourself, why do I need to adapt? Maybe you don't think you need to adapt. Maybe you don't think you need to fit in. But why is it that adaptability is so important for all of us? It's not so that we fit in and follow the herd mentality. It's not for us to run in the rat race. It's for us to have an ambition to drive us to make us dream bigger and to achieve more so make sure you understand why you need adaptability let's move on to cheat code 4 be agile show agility make sure that your basic foundation and mindset is proactiveness 
show agility in the way you approach being adaptable to situations remember that when you're agile not only are people around you following you but you also show great amount of leadership qualities cheat code 5 learn to learn from each other it is important for us to have collaborative learning as a concept um a lot of companies do involve in buddy projects where they have a mentor for you or ask you to work with uh, a buddy who has more knowledge more information than you it's not quite necessary that everybody who has more knowledge is going to make you learn more it's also very important that you share your insights with them hence learn to learn from each other cheat code 6 do not take offense easily it is very very important that you understand having that attitude that positive mindset is going to help you not feel offended easily if you are slow and adapting slowly don't be disheartened people may or may not be motivating they may not be very helpful but avoid feeling offended rejection can demotivate you and if that happens you're just going to sit in a lull and not realize that you're losing opportunities in front of you and finally the cheat code 7 aim at the bigger picture always keep your eyes open on the bigger picture do everything it takes to achieve that goal dream big go for the larger things and make sure that you achieve them all right guys so now that you've got the seven cheat codes it's important for you to meet my very special guest today mr amrud dumal and he's going to share his insights with us on tackling learning adaptability so hi amrud thank you so much for being with us today hi zarina thanks for having me so we've just gone through uh, these cheat codes but before we talk about anything further please tell us something about yourself you are the chief learning officer of your firm so let's start with just that and everything you'd like to share with us okay i'm a teacher and mm-hmm. and that's what defines me i started as a teacher now 2004 wow. so i have been teaching since then in some way shape or form mm-hmm. initially started out with just the kids and now as we run an organization i see my primary job there to teach others to to take my job so that's sort of how i think about myself i have taught in a classroom then been the head of a school then been uh, the chief learning officer of 40 schools oh wow uh, and fascinating and, <laughs> and, and now i've sort of chucked it all and decided to work on on building a technology that can help all learners learn at their own pace so that's sort of the quick overview of what overview. all I've been uh, doing but honestly speaking just the fact that you're a teacher i fall under the same category because you can call yourself a professor a coach a mentor a trainer you can say what you want but at the end of the day we all are teachers correct and i think that's the most noble profession so congratulations <laughs> and you. being able to run 40 40 schools correct with as a chief learning officer that's a huge achievement Thanks. so your style of um, teaching or sharing knowledge how is it different from the way it's usually done a uh, good question i think the way i define my role is not to share knowledge okay. uh, so uh, my job as a teacher either in the classroom or at work is to create the environment through which the learners can arrive at that knowledge right that's and, interesting. and that's uh, that's sort of i think the fundamental difference and everything flows from that Mm-hmm. um i had spoken earlier on another podcast right here right. Uh, about about this philosophy but i think that's 
if we go down that path we will be talking for an hour about this <laughs> so so the quick the right. quick the quick thing is is just this is that i don't consider my job as to impart the knowledge my job mm-hmm. is to create the environment wherein you can acquire that knowledge okay and, and that's, that's brilliant that's what, so do you think that even um, applies to workspaces i mean you know adaptability and learning is something that is uh, essential for everybody it's not specifically designed for children no you know? it's not we're, uh, we're all learning at all age groups and usually at workspaces adapting learning relearning becomes slightly tedious so what's your take on that i think a large portion of the blame falls on the on people like me who create the companies right <laughs> that we haven't built the organization or understood the culture that how do we build a culture in which learning can happen and mm-hmm. i think a uh, few people have done it really well and then if you look at the common thread between companies that have been successful for a long period of time it is right. because they've created a culture in which learning happens uh, luckily in our organization it was easy because we have a bunch of teachers who've been doing that in their classroom so so the principles remain the same and and you always start with creating the culture correctly so that learning can happen and and that's um i think i think that's essential essential yeah. for being in the game that's a, yeah that's essential for uh, for what you spoke about that uh, how do you ensure that learning happens is, is really what you got to do is to is to start with the culture uh, right. whether it's a classroom or or your work Workspace. environment you have to make the culture safe um so obviously how safe is, is it it really depends on the context right? right so for a preschooler safe just means they feel emotionally secure um but when you're talking about work also i say the same principle applies there is that people need to feel that you're going to back them if they make mistakes if you if they're making mistakes on the yes. for the right reasons yes. right you've so got they your, need to feel you've got their safe. back yeah so they need to feel safe and only if they feel safe will they will they feel like learning can happen because the only way they're going to learn is 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 through failure and right. and if they don't feel safe they will never take the risk that will lead to failure and therefore learning will atrophy and and that's um, so so that's that's i think my central job is to make sure that people feel safe at their work that no one is going to criticize them for failure if the failure happens for the right reasons right that's actually quite an interesting take on it you know um we were talking about this first cheat code here that communicate valuably now i've come across a lot of uh, workspaces organizations and people who are working maybe for say about a decade 5 years 3 years uh, these days you do, you see a higher attrition rate as you, from what you would initially Correct. because uh, people move and switch jobs easily mm-hmm. so it's harder for them to adapt to different uh, scenarios cultures workspaces and the one thing i notice is people are just trying to fit in mm-hmm. you know that's the reason why i use the word communicating valuably right you know try to make a, a, a good conversation try to understand your surroundings use your interpersonal skills mm-hmm. but um i also feel that sometimes while you're communicating valuably your opinions can um, be buried things that you would like to say so you know you i'm sure have a different view and take on this <laughs> so why you don't you share correctly. what you uh, think so so i think um, when when i was hearing that that first cheat code mm-hmm. um i was imagining someone new coming into work and and being told that you know don't rock the boat too much is True. is re- is really what what uh, part of what you were saying hmm. and and i find uh, i find that idea uh, very scary because as someone who's creating an organization i know that actually when someone new is coming in mm-hmm. i i 
I have this unique window of opportunity where they are where they're going to be able to look at at our organization or look at the work and be able to see things that we haven't seen. Absolutely. They're going to be able to uh, they're going to be able to tell that the emperor has no clothes or they're going to be mm. able to see things you know that we've been drinking our own Kool-Aid for too long but they haven't so they'll be able to point out and say that look you guys have completely missed this and and mm. as uh, as someone who's building an organization I find this like very very valuable so uh, so in fact this idea of safety starts there starts that there. even before the guy comes into your organization or the girl comes into your organization they already feel uh, they already feel safe in that they can tell you things um and we we spend a lot of time designing our uh, designing our interview process to mm. uh, to be like that as well so uh, so that people don't feel the like no one tells them that you need to communicate valuably in the sense of communicate fearfully in fact communicate valuably would be communicate fearlessly True. and tell us uh, and tell us you know what what we're doing wrong uh, before you also wear the same rose tinted glasses that we do yeah uh, it's better you tell us what the world looks like you can tell us you can tell eyes. us now correct yeah i absolutely agree because communicating valuably does not necessarily mean you have to be um, fearful just like you mentioned but maybe the employer has a role to play here no, you know i absolutely agree and i think that's why if you give this advice to people to communicate fearlessly and and they go into an organization that <laughs> that doesn't uh, I, I, that do, I know doesn't respond well uh, right. that might be problematic but uh, but i think as someone who builds organizations exactly. i think we need to we need to uh, know that that more that it seems in fact the fact that you're giving this advice mm-hmm. it seems in fact that most of us who are building organizations are building organizations which create a culture of fear Mm-hmm. and we should take stock of that and say that look this is our default is our mm-hmm. default is to create this culture mm-hmm. and if we want to create a culture where people can come in and tell us and talk fearlessly then we have to do something which is different from what others different. are doing i think the the most important thing is to have um, some kind of transparency to begin with between your the senior Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, the let's say the senior management and people who are fresh or new or uh, even a couple of years old because i believe that when you don't have that transparency and uh, you don't have the clarity you know you lack the possibility of sharing information without the fear that you're mentioning and another thing very importantly is not being too critical mm-hmm. because i think people especially at uh, senior positions they don't like to know what's wrong that's true you know and when you don't want to know what's wrong you don't want people within your organization coming and telling you what's wrong so when we say valuable communication we're trying to we're not filtering out that there is a possibility of issues and loopholes we're uh, trying to make them make sense while they communicate that's possibly the only way they can get through and understand their organization you, you're right most of the problem is actually us right it's the employers mm. we create the problems because why don't we want to hear about it because we are more driven to protect our ego rather than to find the truth right. and i think again that's that's just a default that we lapse into anytime mm. you acquire power um you have you acquire an ego and and you don't acknowledge it and if you don't acknowledge it then uh, then it it sort of creeps up in all these ways yes yes it does i i totally get it um what do you also think about uh, you know just since you mentioned power and we're talking authority do you think uh, adaptability has a very strong 
role in terms of uh, power and authority because a lot of people in bigger positions they don't adapt to the situation or the culture around them that easily they're on their own trip i've seen this with a lot of organizations myself companies firms the senior guys are usually doing their own thing and the adaptability is a responsibility left to everybody else yeah you adapt to me yes yeah 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 absolutely so what do you think you know how does that power work in the bigger picture the bigger view of things no i mean you you need to only look at my industry which is education and mm. and for 200 years our schools have looked the same exactly uh, our, yeah. and mm-hmm. and if you if you talk about the top not wanting to change right. this is this is there is no bigger example than than your schools all we've done is you've taken out the blackboard and you first made it a whiteboard and then you made it an smart. interactive whiteboard yeah uh, smart board and, and things like that yeah, but you refused to change in any way and and that's a lot of the change is is not uh, even though you know you should change right uh, it's because you refuse to adapt and because the powers that be the school is more powerful than the individual parent uh, and therefore they use the power asymmetry to say that look we don't need to change because mm-hmm. all other schools are also like me right. uh, so none of us need to change in fact our government goes and makes it worse by <laughs> by dictating exactly how large your classroom should be exactly what your curriculum should be so so you have uh, the they've restrained yeah, the possibility of uh, you know it's basically that you've created uh, this would be a great solution mm-hmm. if you knew if you knew the answer right like right. let's say you you were building a system for a future that you could predict then you would say that okay this is the right i know the answer and therefore build uh, yeah, build it like this but uh, the reality is what our education system is supposed to prepare kids for a future hmm. and we don't know what that future is like if anything we know that it's not going to be like anything we predict right <laughs> absolutely so so therefore this idea that that we have in particularly in education mm-hmm. that we will define everything and and that's going to be better is probably wrong and we need to encourage innovation we need to encourage risk taking we need to encourage people trying to arrive at the truth and to arrive at what might be good for these kids more and that's that's that comes back to power like that comes back to power yeah, yeah. and i also think there's a little bit of uh, tenacity which you know people uh, lack in and around places so whether you're talking about schools and governments you're speaking about uh, organizations you're speaking about startups entrepreneurship culture people need to be more tenacious you know in the way they're agree like <laughs> you're, you're speaking my my language and, and but Good. why 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 will they be tenacious right because our school system has beaten tenacity out of them it's told totally. them that you know don't there's nothing to be tenacious for except my acceptance yeah uh, you just you just, just need just make me acknowledge you and that's it yeah no you you i will tell you that this is how you write your answer and mm. if you write it in this way then i will give you the marks. full marks mm. otherwise if you write it differently then i will cut half a mark there and and do this there so i have purposely i have built a a, a whole generation of people that uh, that are not tenacious because mm. they don't need to be they they they're told that there is no point in having your goal and working towards it you work towards the goal that i have I set i have set for you uh, yeah. so so that Uh, yeah i mean a lot of these ills that you see in society unfortunately come back to my uh, uh, come back to education and and the industry that i am a part of is that we have created these problems uh, yeah it's it's the crux of things basically correct. you know the root has been slightly flawed so how do you expect the slightly is is, is being <laughs> very kind i'm just being yeah yeah i'm just being a little uh, soft here yeah thanks for that <laughs> wrapping it up in a blanket all right just to wind this up quickly amrit why don't you tell us your own specific three key steps to learning and adaptability according to you 
so i think learning is is rather simple mm-hmm. uh, and i have one step which is you just have to try and be better than you were yesterday Wonderful. and and that's it and and really by focusing on on doing that mm-hmm. is is how you progress and you allow the magic of compound interest to work in your favor totally great thank you so much amrit for coming on our show and sharing um, such wonderful thoughts i know you said you don't share knowledge you create the space for that knowledge to be shared but you've done both for me today so thank you very very much for being here thanks arena <laughs> see you so you can get in touch with me and share your feedback on hashtag #askarina you can also tell us what is it that keeps you from loving your job you can also tweet us on hashtag #loveyourjob Catch this show on the IVM app website or anywhere that you can get your podcast from. Happy listening.